Hello punters, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Off The Map, the weekly podcast where we talk speed maps. Again, I'm joined by Lee Dalton. Lee, Coolmore Classic Day. Good morning Brad, it's uh, a terrific day's racing and I guess it just continues to go up a cog every week from now on and we're lucky to have a, a big field in the Coolmore Group 1. Uh, it's as deep a Group 1 as you'll see as well for the Mayors and Phillies, so... Should be a good day. Hopefully this rain continues to hold off and we get a, um, a full field and plenty of good racing. Indeed. Let's start off with the two-year-olds. Uh, the Magic Knight for the Phillies is the first of those. Now, these are in a little bit stark contrast to one another here. We'll talk about the Pago Pago in a minute. But the Magic Knight is a race where you've got a lot of speed. I think they'll go really hard in the, the Magic Knight. And then in the Pago Pago, I don't see as much early tempo. I, um, I think they'll be, they'll be completely different ran races and suit different uh, pro file of horses. Okay, one we can touch on is Bronte. It's a it's a first starter, the only first starter in the field. You've got it up outside the leader in its trials that showed a little bit. It's shown good speed in trials at home. Uh, the booking of Robbie Doolan says to me that this horse is going to be going forward. That, uh, look, you're throwing it in the deep end at 1,200 first start in a race. I think you need to throw caution to the wind and go forward, but there's plenty of other speed there with uh, the Gerald Ryan horse who we saw win on debut at Rose Hill, drawn gate two, we got the Queensland visitor, drawn well in gate five. Giselle Ann's a horse that we all had pegged as a dead set speed machine until last start where the intention was to ride just behind the speed and it didn't work out that way, ended up a couple of pairs further back. If she pings the gates, there's add more tempo to it. Okay, and the other run I'll touch on really quickly is the New Zealander. Uh, it's generally a, a hard one for punters to, to line up when a, a Kiwi comes across. Probabil, Where, Probabil. what's it profile? Look, we don't see too many Kiwi two-year-olds come across. We're more used to seeing them coming here aiming at derbies and more your classic-type races, and here we see one out of the Karaka Millions. Drew wide there in Barrier 14 and went back in the second half of the field. More tempo, I would say, in this race today, so she's going to be well, well back, but... She looks a serious horse as well, so um, look, going to be strong late and suited by that tempo. Okay, jumping across to the Pago Pago, which we touched on, very little speed here. Uh, you've got Moe's Crown leading. It was a horse that I thought went enormous there first up after half missing the kick and, and working. Went really well first up, trialled like a, a, a good two-year-old before that, uh, drawn a good mid-barrier. It'll be going forward. I'm not saying it's an absolute leader going forward in its career, but in this race it looks the obvious leader from, I would expect, Cosmic Force, who's got really good gate speed and can probably overcome that barrier 11 pretty shortly thereafter jumping and get up outside the lead. Uh, one horse I have mapped a lot closer there than what people would have uh, seen it on debut is King's Champ uh, down towards the bottom. Drawn barrier two for Damien Lane on debut, drew wide, stayed wide off the track and back. Uh, in a couple of trials this time in, shown that definitely he has the speed to be racing in the first four here in a race that lacks a bit of tempo. Yeah, we'll have to see what the connection decided to do with Ferretti as well because they've gone on record as suggesting that another wet track, then they're likely to, to skip the run. So yeah. we'll if, have a look If there. Ferretti is here, I don't see it as being the leader even so, despite okay. the Waterhouse stable. I think it's going to be third, fourth. That's the profile I see of Ferretti at this stage in its career around the 1,200 metre mark. Alrighty. Uh, the far lap. Fast early speed here, but the little asterisk we have on this race is as we record this, they still haven't raced at Kembla. Uh, a lot of them are still engaged to run in the Kembla Grange Classic, of course. So without a few of these, it throws the map out a little bit. It can really turn it on its head. And um, as of Friday morning, 
these horses aren't scratched from Rose Hill because they need to have the insurance there that if this meeting didn't go ahead today, they could have reverted back and ran on Saturday. But most of your, your, your speed in this race, they're not going to be here 99% chance. So, look, probably one for punters that are sitting there looking at my map. If it does eventuate and these horses do run at Kembla, I wouldn't be surprised to see a horse like Seabrook lead this race. Um, we saw Seabrook in the spring lead a Sandown Guineas and only be ran down late by Ring-a-ding-ding. Uh, so first up, drew wide in the surround, went back. A good draw here. It could end up a leader here, and the tempo will go from fast to more the average to slow side once these horses come out. Yeah, and if it does go slow, you'd think that's going to play against a horse like Very Elegant who not only will appreciate further, but she's a keen going type, so if they back off... It could turn really um, nasty. I remember uh, in the wakeful in the spring, she just got her head up in the air and just Mm -hmm. wasn't at all comfortable there as a short-price favourite. You definitely want a genuine tempo for her, but in saying that, James McDonald, world-class rider, that maybe offsets a little bit of that as well. For sure. All right, the big one of the day, the Coolmore Classic... 20 fillies and mares lining up, extremely confident you've got this bang on this, map. Yeah, they should be A from B from C from D, but... Oh, no, this is a very difficult race to map. Uh, look, Mandyline only knows one speed, got the run now. We'll be right there with White Moss. Then you've got a lot of the speed drawn wide. I don't see there being any choice for horses like Jamaican Rain, Manicure, Daisy Doom, Savitiano, all to be pushing on forward and trying to find a spot there. Um... Uh, it's going to mean it's really game on in the early stages and something's going to have to give and one of those horses that we've mapped in the first five or six are going to wind up midfield or maybe even worse but they're all going to be there having a shot at the title early on. Mm, I think those punters of which I'm one of keen on I'm serious to be pretty happy with that. I've mapped three wide running line. Yeah three wide midfield look doesn't have to go way back from that Barry you've got a lot of horses here to be first forced further back I think that's the ideal spot. Three wide midfield, by that stage of the day, you're going to have a good read on the uh, pattern of the track and three wide might not be a negative at all. All right, the last one we'll chat about is really briefly on the last because 1,900 metres, you probably don't associate that generally with a a race that's going to be run along at a a good clip, but that seems to be the case here. Sondalon, white boots, fabricator coming across. Yeah, definitely. So you look at this race as a, a form analyst and you say, well, Sondalon, Waterhouse, 1,500 to 1,900, this will lead on its own. Then you look at the horses that are drawn wide. You have White Boots with uh, a forward rider in Robbie Doolin aboard. It's got to put itself there. Fabricator, uh, it's going to run at this stage. No rider declared, but it's a go-forward type. King Tom Bowler was more or less one of those horses that had to get on speed early on that we knew. Took a bit of a sit behind them the other day and finished off really strongly, so I don't think he'll be in any speed battle early, but definitely pressure there via Sondalon, then the wider horses. Even Angel of Thunder, who we saw go around in a um, provincial championship heat the other day, drew 12 over 1,400 and got back to next to last. Uh, I think here today over 1,900 they'll be positive on Angel of Truth as well. Yeah, a bit of a sticky, just looking at there, a bit of a sticky uh, map for Desert Path, well supported. I Potentially think back the fence there? I'm, Maybe not to the fence, but on what we've seen here in Australia, we'll be back regardless. Um, Look, it'll be suited by the tempo, but there could be a little bit of traffic in between. Um, Mm. Yeah, I don't think it's clear-cut for Desert Path. The one that gets the soft run doing no work is Supernova back on the fence. Uh, Really 
taken with what I saw first start in Australia from Supernova. I didn't think he'd be able to keep up there, but obviously Team Hawks have injected a little bit of speed in the horse uh, and finished off so well. I think it can hold a spot midfield from a good draw and be in the right spot here. Yeah, he's got a cheeky little nom for the Sydney Cup, so we'll see what he does there it's on its second Australian start. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's see Caesar's out. Hopefully you got a little bit from that, punters. Um, an extra little leg up or two to, to find an extra winner there, Lee. Thanks again Hopefully. for joining me, and we'll be no back worries. next week. Thank you.